This ESPN podcast is brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com. The Giants began the season 0-2, while the Saints were 0-3. Both have only lost one since. This Sunday, they go head-to-head at the Superdome. Touchdown! Coverage begins at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio. The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Good morning, everyone. I'm Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. Welcome to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly being presented in part by AlignMed. By Source, by Athletico Physical Therapy, by ATI Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Don Joy Orthopedics, by Karen Mulkin Health Consulting, by Integrated Orthopedics, and by MedWest. I'll soon be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, co-head team physician of the Chicago White Sox, and sports medicine specialist from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Back to get it going right after this on ESPN Radio. I'd been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. And the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. Bringing the way in cellular and tissue therapies, Source helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Allosource or Allografts, please visit Allosource.org. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Don Joy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Don Joy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Don Joy, a product of DJO global.com you're listening to sports medicine weekly with steve cashel and dr brian cole on espn 1000 and we're back on this saturday morning sports medicine weekly net proceeds from our program sports medicine weekly go to support orthopedic research at rush through the live active now dot org fund i'm steve cashel with dr chuck bush joseph head team physician for the chicago white Sox and orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, subbing this week for Dr. Brian Cole. And uh, Dr. Chuck, um, you guys don't deal much with the eye injuries. You let the uh, the specialists like the ophthalmologists do it, right? You know, luckily at the at the White Sox and certainly the Bulls, we have some very, very talented 
uh, eye physicians that really help us. And, you know, certainly when you get the types of injuries like our, our recent point guard had, uh, those are very scary. And, and, you know, all of us get uncomfortable. The eye is probably the most complex organ in the body beyond the brain. And so certainly we rely on our experts to kind of help get us through uh, uh, dealing with some of the injuries that occur in this area. Well, we've got a great expert on. Dr. David Orth is on the line with us, the professor of uh, ophthalmology, Rush University Medical Center, medical director, Irwin Retina Center, Ingalls Memorial Hospital, and the team ophthalmologist for the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago White Sox. Been doing it a long time. How are you doing, Dr. Orth? I'm fine, thank you. Good. Well, um, we'll start with uh, your experience of some of the more... Um, interesting or serious eye injuries you've seen in in the sports medicine world sure um well basically you know we divide the uh the injuries into based on the actual sport that the athlete or or the you know weekend athlete participates in and really pretty much at the top of the list are both uh basketball and baseball uh primarily due to blunt trauma that can occur the most common Injury we see is a corneal abrasion, which is a scratch of the outside surface of the eye, the cornea, but that's really not that serious. The serious ones we see are usually bleeding in the front part of the eye. Uh, there can be damage to the retina, like a tear or a detachment. And obviously, you know, the most recent uh, injury that, that uh, Dr. Bush Joseph just alluded to, you know, with our point guard, uh, you know, an orbital fracture, fracture you know, this around the socket of the eye. And those are those are really the most serious things that we deal with. Well, we mentioned then the, Dr. the Derek Rose injury, one of the more, um, uh, you know, interesting, unfortunate um, preseason camp injuries. So can you explain, Dr. Orth, what, what an orbital blowout fracture is and, uh, and the findings when examining uh, uh, such a situation? And I, I guess I was most surprised at some of the after effects. You know, you hear, okay, uh, there's going to be a surgery, but then uh, the way that the eye, the, the after effects almost, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, well, you know, there's, there's various uh, secondary uh, effects from getting an orbital fracture. Some of them do need surgery, like recently got, uh, our point guard underwent. Uh, another professional player uh, was Reggie Miller years ago, had a similar injury. Um, and basically what happens is... Um, there's a, a blow not directly to the eye but around the bones of the eye that causes the eyeball itself to be compressed into the back of the eye socket, and that increases the pressure within the socket of the eye. And there are basically four walls that make up the eye socket. There's the floor of the you know that supports the eyeball, and then there's the wall near the nose, and then there's the roof or the upper part, and then the outer part. And unfortunately, the the floor uh, of the eye socket and the one near the nose are the most vulnerable to fractures because uh, behind those bones are basically empty spaces, sinuses. You have the what we call the maxillary sinus, which is under the floor, and you have the ethmoid sinus or air cells, which are next to the wall near the nose. We refer to that as the medial wall. And really what happened, in, you know, in this particular case with the point guard is that he got whacked pretty, you know, pretty significantly, and it blew out. In other words, in other words, the floor actually fractured. And um, some of the contents, that you know, the, the fat that kind of, you know, um, 
is in the socket that kind of supports the eyeball, goes into that hole where the where the where the floor fell through, and sometimes even the muscles that move the eye get caught in that fracture. And what we see when we examine the patient is the first thing, obviously, we see is, you know, they, they usually have a black and blue eye, um, and they're in pain mostly when they move the eye because the muscle is caught. And um, it's a pretty painful situation. Um, there's swelling around the eye. There's discoloration. Uh, and the big thing that they usually notice is double vision. David, how, how long does it take? You know, obviously, the bones in that area generally heal relatively well. It's a good vascular area. But in the elite athlete, that's the big concern. I mean, the, that, that, fine, you know, that fine threshold they have for, you know, to, to compete at such a high level. How long does it take? And, and what, what degree of double vision can normal, normal people tolerate? And what degree of double vision can an elite athlete tolerate, if any at all? Yeah, probably, I would say it depends on the sport. Um, certainly, uh, baseball. Um, I would say negligible double vision. They couldn't tolerate any type of double vision. Um, and um, basketball, probably a similar situation. You know, uh, when you see uh, two images or one image is blurred and one image is clear, you know, it's, it's going to throw off your performance. The, the problem is that um, frequently there's still double, double vision after the surgery is performed. In other words, the main indication for surgery is the double vision. And um, then you do surgery, and there's still some double vision after the surgery, but usually it's because of uh, swelling after surgery. There might have been a little bit of bleeding after surgery. And those things have to resolve, and that's very variable. I mean, that can be the double vision can resolve in a week, or it can take a month or two. You know, David, when, when we're fixing, you know, when we have knees and ligament injuries, and obviously we do all the same things, we lots of ice and things to try to control swelling, but we get them immediately. We get our athletes in exercising these various muscles. Are there things that we can do or that, that you can prescribe for these very, very small but very, very sophisticated muscles around the eye to sort of aid or speed up that recovery, or is it just time? Yeah, it's, ba- it's basically time. In fact, um, we recommend minimal, minimal activity um, with this particular type of problem where, where there's been fractures within the orbit uh, or, you know, or, or what we call the eye socket. Um, we, we strongly uh, suggest that they don't blow their nose, they don't sneeze. I mean, you really have to be extremely careful around the eye. It is just a matter of, of time, of time. There really aren't any exercises or you know, rehabilitation we can do to the muscles. Um, it, it just has to. It just has to be a healing process. Our guest, Dr. David Orth, professor of ophthalmology, Rush University Medical Center, medical director of the Irwin Retina Center, Ingalls Memorial Hospital, and our team ophthalmologist for the Chicago Bulls and Chicago White Sox. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Chuck Bush Joseph filling in this week for Dr. Brian Cole at Sports Medicine Weekly. And a lot of people are asking me, Dr. Orth, so. How do you do surgery on an orbital fracture? I was talking to one uh, optometrist. So maybe a plate was put in. You know, are there different varying uh, degrees of, of surgical procedures you do on an orbital fracture? Well, I think basically, um, you know, the procedure is done the same. Uh, it's interesting that when you come to the orbit, you have different specialists that approach it a little differently. Um, the plastic surgeon or the maxillofacial surgeon uh in, in, in the case, you know, of our, of our point guard, 
that decision is made right along, you know, right below the lid uh, on the lower rim of the of what we call the orbit through the skin. Uh, we as ophthalmologists, we have a special uh, group of ophthalmologists we call oculoplastic surgeons who specialize in plastic surgery, but they're also ophthalmologists. They don't go through the skin. They pull the lid down and they go through the tissues inside the lid so there's no scar on the outside. But the bottom line is that we all put in a plate. Um, you put in sort of a, what we refer to as a, a porous polyethylene plate. Uh, sometimes there's a mesh that goes with that. And basically all you're doing is putting in a new floor to support the eyeball. And, and what you want to do is you want the eyeball eventually, when all the swelling uh, resolves, for both eyes to be lined up in line so there's no double vision. Very interesting. It's, it's uh, neat stuff, isn't it, uh, Dr. You know, they, I, I would say that we all would agree that the vision is certainly the most important sense we have. Um, and, and it's certainly at the elite level. And, David, you've been taking care of professional athletes for over 30 years. Uh, it's it's amazing. I'm sure some guys are exceedingly finicky and have to be perfect, and others, you say, can just sort of struggle through. And uh, how do you get that sense of the athlete when, when an athlete is telling you, I can't perform? I mean, are there, are there areas or, or hard metrics that you can take on what's really fear and anxiety versus how do you anticipate an actual perception of vision? Yeah, well, you know, the first thing the first thing you do is you got to you make sure what their vision is, um, and um, you know we've had professional athletes where um, you know professional basketball players, uh, you know, like Horace Grant came and you know and he had horrible vision, but he was a success in college because you know he was so big he played under the rim and you know he was able to stuff the ball or lay the ball up and. He needed a significant uh, correction for, for distance vision. And then we have players who, um, you know, sometimes they feel it's their vision that's affecting their performance. But by the same token, in my experience, when these people, especially baseball players, Chuck, when they get to the major league level or the AAA level, uh, they have good vision. And I think it's a matter of concentration more than anything else. If they don't have good vision, that we correct it either with contact lenses or some have LASIK surgery, some wear glasses, you know. So usually it, it's, you know, the, their vision is quite good. There, there are ways of trying to uh, improve vision. Um, you know, um, we've done, we tried all kinds of things with, with athletes, but it, the bottom line is that I think it's just a matter of concentration if their vision is twenty twenty and they have no, no other problems. Dr. Orth, great stuff. Really appreciate you uh, helping us out and uh, lending your uh, great expertise here on uh, Sports Medicine Weekly. Great. Thank you. I appreciate the calling. All right. Dr. Orth, the team ophthalmologist for the Chicago Bulls and Chicago White Sox, back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. 
That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit Athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. And we're back on this Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly. Net proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph this week. He's the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox and orthopedic surgeon for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, subbing for Dr. Brian Cole. And Dr. Chuck, we've got a great uh, in-studio guest here on this Saturday morning. It is Alex Paris. Alex is Joe Kim Noah's personal trainer. I've done a lot of Bulls halftime interviews with Alex throughout the years and uh, first chance you guys have had to meet. And um, uh, it's it's interesting the way that uh, he is just almost 24-7 with, with Joe Keem. And uh, you guys go back a long way, don't you, too? Yeah, we do. We grew up together in New York City, and uh, we've known each other for over 15 years now. So Wow. A, yeah, a long time. Well, and something different this summer. Chuck, uh, Dr. Chuck, let me ask you, have you ever heard of uh, P3? That's the Peak Performance Project in Santa Barbara, California. Oh, it's a wonderful place, and it's a, it's a wonderful situation. Hopefully Alex is going to kind of give our listeners a little bit of the inside secrets that kind of go on. Everybody, Alex, wants to know, what do professional elite athletes do to train to sort of get them ready for the marathon of the season? And, and, and what, what, have they, what opportunities do they have that maybe our, our weekend warrior, our weekend athletes don't have? Well, you know, I've heard of a lot of places that athletes go, and you, you hear about the places in California and all over the country, but, you know, this place was kind of hyped up for, for a long time, and um, my partner and I went to go check it out, and we scoped it out in the winter time, and just decided that it could be a great place for Joaquim to make gains and uh, work on his game, and just kind of like a good place to train and get away, and Peak Performance Project, like, they have a lot going on there. That's really state of the art as far as training goes. What are the critical elements you think are of a of a state of the art training? Is it you know is it environment? Is it the views? Is it equipment? What what makes a place special? It's really all of the th- kind of things you just mentioned, but um, the technology there right now, the, in terms of the testing, is what they're well known for with uh, force plates that are in the ground and three D motion capture, which is like. You know how they make video games? They stick those little sticky things on you. Sure. So that's what they do here, and they test their athletes, you know, how they move laterally, and they have them do all these tests. And I'm, I'm really summing it up. I'm really giving you guys, like, the, you know, the, the summary here because it's more in-depth than just that. And sure. then based on all that data, they will make a training program. They'll compare it to data from other athletes in which they have the largest athlete database in the world. How long do you spend there? We were there for a few months, almost three months this summer. Wow. Which you, is the longest we've spent anywhere. Ever. You go seven days a week? Uh, it's five to six days a week of training. But every day around the clock, it revolves around recovery, training. It's never ending. It's every meal, every workout session. It's just, uh, it never ends, really. Any basketball, or is it just about training the body? A lot of basketball. So this, this summer, we worked with um, a coach by the name of Mike Pimberthy 
who, for listeners who don't know, was a member of the Lakers championship teams with Shaq and Kobe. He's kind of like the unsung guy. He was a three-point shooter. So we linked up with him just kind of like by chance. And Joakim and him just like really hit it off. And they had a really great rapport and with me as well. And like we just went with him and he just really helped Joakim with his confidence and just on a lot of new stuff. They worked on a lot of new stuff together. How about psychological health? I mean, you know, a, a player, especially an elite athlete, and whether mid-career, early career, late career, sometimes the psychology is fragile. And uh, uh, what, what does a player do in the offseason that, that helps them, you know, fight through the, you know, fight through those expected challenges they're going to have? How do they prepare themselves in the offseason? Is it, is it meditation or is it just simple reflection or simple conversation? What are the things that, that you observe? Well, it's funny you say that because, Joakim in particular this summer, he really started taking yoga um, even more serious than he already was into the next level. And he became kind of like a yogi, like doing it every day. It's part of his routine. And I think that besides being great physically, like that helped him so much mentally. He's so much more relaxed. Like he, he loves it. And I think a lot of guys do that, but it might not be yoga for some guys. It could be just getting away to a certain place, being with certain people, being away from certain things. Like all these guys are different and uh, you know, it's, it, it just depends. You learn yoga from a from a specific instructor, Alex, or you now as his personal trainer working with Joe Keem Noah. Uh, do you take that that task on to learn yoga? And do you guys do it? I, I understand. I read some article that you almost do it every morning now. Yeah, we do. We do a lot of yoga. Um, I don't do. Pra- I practice with him sometimes, but I won't like be his instructor. We have an instructor that uh, from Maui, um, a woman that we've known for three to four years that we work with in the summer. And so she's been coming here a couple times uh, to, you know, kind of keep us on track. And uh, it's amazing. I mean, it's really changed a lot for both of us. I can even say for myself, like, I think just being uh, open to that kind of stuff, it's, it's, it's cool. That's the voice of Alex Paris. Alex is the personal trainer for Joe Keem Noah. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph, head team physician for the White Sox and orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Our show is Sports Medicine Weekly. You know, Alex, I have a question. We have a lot of personal trainers that listen to our show. And, and one of the points that, that I, I'm sure we'd appreciate, our listeners would appreciate your perspective on, when you challenge your client, in this case your friend, uh, how do you know when you're pushing too hard? And, and, and when do you sort of know to put on the gas or put on the brakes? And how do you get that psychological rapport that, that you know, that you know, Joe Kim can trust you that you're not going to push him too far or that, that you know when to push his buttons. And that's kind of that, that's a tough, tough call. But how do you give us your experience on that? It is. And it's a tough question because honestly, like the answer to that is like the, the trainers that can communicate that the best are the best trainers. That's what really like being a trainer is all about is, is the communication first. That's why you see a lot of guys are like, that guy's a trainer. Well, he might be the best ever at, you know, like you said, communicating and knowing when to push. And like for me with Joakim, like I just know. I mean, we've been working together for so long. Like I can look at his face and know if something's the right thing or not the right thing. For other trainers, I don't know how easy it is. But I mean, as with Joakim now, when you know we're year eight working together, it's just like. I mean, I can just tell he doesn't have to say anything. So are there times when he just says, dude, back off? Or, oh, my, uh, totally, totally. We have all the time. I mean, there's always times where we'll look at each other. He's like, Cause I'm, he's like, I'm so sick of you. I'm like, I'm sick of you, too. I'm like, I'm so sick of you. Like, it's crazy. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, come on. And then we'll start laughing. And, you know, it happens all the time, though. I mean, sometimes, you know, it, it, can, get, it can get a little crazy. What, what are the metrics you use to with 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 Joe Keem or any athlete to know that you're making the progress you're expecting? Is it, you know, is it reps? Is it weight? Is it performance issues? How do you, how do you judge success? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you want to look at in term, when it's in the gym, you go by numbers, but you also go by like how something looks as well. And most of all, like how, how he feel, feel, how do you feel? How do you feel? You feel great. One to 10, 10, you know, nine, you know, if a guy's come in and he says he feels like a 10, but he's, his workouts look like there are three, something's up, you know, you kind of have to just, it's always just, it's so much touch and go and you just kind of have to have a feel for it. You know, another thing that we, that we talk about in the show a lot is recovery. How do you read recovery? You know, how much time does it take Joe Keem or any professional athlete when you've pushed them really hard? Do you give them 24, or 36, or 48 hours? How, what's the intervals that you choose to re-challenge a player when you're trying to get them to a next level up? I mean, it, it, again, that would depend on, on the athlete. But, I mean, you know, you want to push it as hard as you can. But then there's times like during the season where you got to scale back a little bit. It's more about the performance and the training. And I mean, how old is the, you know, the athlete and what are the goals? Are we trying to get bigger and faster? Are we just, you know, it's recovery. And it's, it's, it's basically any minute you're not on the basketball court, it's recovery time. A year ago, Alex, uh, Joe Kim was coming off knee surgery during the off season. So tell me how your workouts were different this off season when he had no surgery to deal with compared to when the surgery occurred a year ago. Well, we were able to put like more load on the leg. Um, the leg strength was there, so we were able to do more. And at P3, we really targeted all the weak points, and um, they're known for that, like for improving injuries and stuff like that. So it was the first summer we went to a place like this to, to work. And I know that his teammates uh, this camp say that uh, Joe Keem um, uh, is bouncier. He's lighter on his feet. He he just he, he looks he looks great. So you know what's the what's the what's the one thing you were kind of aiming for this summer to to get over the hump? I have to say this was I mean every summer he gives it everything, but the discipline that he showed this summer was like above and beyond. And I know that that made all the difference in the world. Just the getting to bed early, the staying on a routine all summer, getting good quality meals in, getting good sleep like that was really the difference maker. Have you changed him a lot in eight years? I think we, 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 we've talked about this recently. I think we've changed each other yeah. quite a bit. Like, I needed to be more like him a little bit and, like, chill out late. Like, everything's going to be cool, relax. And he needed to be a little bit more uptight and kind of organize his life a little bit. And I think we yin and yanged each other. And, like, now we're, like, we're both, like, in a good place. So. And is he, is he so much stronger? I mean, I, I think about, you know, Alex kind of, kind of started with weightlifting, did it not? I mean, it goes into so much more now with yeah. yoga and with diet and everything. But have you put on, uh, you know, uh, a certain amount of weight on his body and so much more muscle than when he first came into the league? Yeah, I mean, when, when we started working together, he was like 220, 230, and now he's 250. Um, so 20 pounds, but it's like 20 pounds the right way, like lean muscle over the years, like a natural progression rather than getting all clunky and big in one shot. Like it was like, you're going to grow like as a man, you know, you're going to be heavier when you're 30 years old and more muscular because you're, you have that man muscle maturity and sure enough, it's here and it's, it's the real deal. You know, I have to ask, uh, would P3 take people like me and Steve? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they, you know, they specialize with athletes, but uh, hey, if you got, if you got the bucks, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Paris. Alex, we're looking forward to a great season with, uh, with Joe Keem Noah and um, continued success. Uh, you've done marvelous things uh, with him and I know he's appreciative. You're appreciative of him and it's, it's a great thing to see. Well, thanks guys. I appreciate you guys having me and uh, this is always a favorite time of the year for me when you guys have me come do the show. So thanks. All right. Alex Parrish, Joe Keem Noah's personal trainer. I'm Steve Cash with Dr. Chuck Bush Joseph. 
Our thanks to Alex and also his dad from Greece visiting us. Yeah, this my weekend, dad is right? here from Greece. So what's his name? Uh, his name is Yanni. Yanni, Yanni. Paris. Yep. So he, I, I told him I was going to bring him with me, and he was excited about it. So wow, you yeah. got Joe Keem's dad, Yannick Noah, and then you got Yanni Paris. Yeah, it's it's crazy. A lot of significance right there. There right? is. I think I, you know, I I thought about that. Before. A little more yin and yang. Yin yin yang. You got it. Back with more of our show after this on ESPN Radio. Correct alignment and good posture are keys to health and performance. AlignMed, a science and clinical test-based company, addresses this fundamental wellness need through its revolutionary line of products. Wearing AlignMed will dynamically train muscles and joints, strengthen and improve posture, performance, and prevent injury. Elite professional athletes, leading doctors, physical therapists, active adults, and everyday workers already enjoy the benefits. And all you have to do to feel and look better is wear AlignMed. That's why we say AlignMed. Get into it. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art health care services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across four Chicagoland locations, with a new location in northwest Indiana coming soon. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Well, that will do it for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsarillos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. Back to do it again next week. We'll see you then. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Last week, Julie Carroll posted a status that read, Just had the most delicious banana ever. It got two likes and four comments. Well, Julie Geico also wants to make a comment. What if we told you in as little as 15 minutes you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico? With those hundreds of dollars, we bet you can find another banana equally, if not more delicious, than the one you had last week. Hashtag go bananas. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The Giants began the season 0-2, while the Saints were 0-3. Both have only lost one since. This Sunday, they go head-to-head at the Superdome. Touchdown! Coverage begins at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio.